Welcome to a podcast where the truth is spoken unapologetically. This is Outspoken. Happy Wednesday. Happy Thursday, everybody. I hope everybody's having a great day. Um, I, I tweeted earlier this morning that this is uh, one of the darkest days in history, which we should be used to this by now. Uh, Trump, around 4 o'clock today, was indicted once again on four counts of uh, just BS. That's the only way to put it, just pure BS, uh, regarding J6, which he had nothing to do with. He told him to be peaceful and um, he couldn't control what happened after that. But um, the only person that was there to support him, besides his lawyers and uh, other uh, people that surround Donald Trump on a day-to-day basis, was uh, Vivek Wamaswamy. Uh, he was the only one, once again, folks, you can judge the guy, you can say that he's got ties to Soros and all of that. He came out on X and said that he is not uh, affiliated with George Soros and gave you proof that he's not. So, you know, once again, we can we can go back and forth on that and his judgments in the past. But at the same time, we also need to be aware that he is the only person that has backed Donald Trump from the very beginning. Yes, he's running against Donald Trump for president, but he is the only one who has backed Donald Trump on every single indictment, he will back Donald Trump because he knows what I know. This is nothing more than a political stunt by the Democrat Party to eliminate their biggest threat. Joe Biden said of his own, out of his own mouth, he said, we will do whatever it takes through the Constitution to ensure that Donald Trump is not president again. That is what he said. He, the, folks, they are so not afraid of the Republican Party that they are literally admitting everything that they're doing. They're not even scared of this anymore. So I I, I was that close to go ahead and getting into my whole show. But uh, today's show is Christians Under Attack. Uh, I'm going to uh, tell you a couple of stories that has happened here in the past couple of days uh, that give you the proof that Christians are under attack. But also this new indictment by uh, the DOJ on Donald Trump. That, folks... They're going after Donald Trump because they're actually going after us. If you are a Christian conservative right now in the United States of America, you need to understand that this government hates you. They don't like you. They want to see you locked up. They want to see you treated unfairly. These people absolutely have a disdain for you. And you need to understand that. The old days of just saying, well, I don't agree with you politically, but I'm, you know, we can just agree to disagree. Those days are done. Those days are done. If you don't line up with the left's wicked ways, they will do anything they can to ruin your life. Hunter Biden's business partner, who, you know, he's probably done some wrong things too, but just hear me out on this. He is actually facing prison time. Hunter Biden... The one who originated all of this, the one who arranged for all of these meetings and all of this money to be uh, shook down, all of that rests firmly on the shoulders of Hunter Biden. 
He hasn't received one indictment. He hasn't received one felony. He hasn't received one fine. This guy is getting off scot-free because his father's name is Joe Biden. While at the same time, we've got a former sitting U.S. president who is the front runner in the 2024 election who is being indicted over and over and over again so he could be eliminated from competition because Joe Biden knows that he cannot win unless there's election interference. This right here, folks, these indictments, I want you to understand, this is election interference 101. Eliminate your opponents so they won't be able to face you. This is Hitler-style government. And I posted on X a little bit a while ago, but I, I said, if you ever wondered what it was like uh, being in a communist, uh, uh, under a communist government, look no further, folks. You're experiencing it right now. So if you've ever wondered to yourself, I wonder what it's like living under communism. Well, just look around. It ain't really that hard to find out. So before we get into um, um, what is going on with um, Donald Trump in Washington, D.C., I'm going to go ahead and talk about what the show is titled uh, over, uh, Christians Under Attack. I don't know if you've been able to tell or not, folks, but if you're a Christian in this country, especially an outspoken pastor like me, you are under attack. And not only just from the left, you're under attack from other preachers who claim to be preachers, but they, they have no idea what they're doing. Uh, they're full of pride, and they think that they know everything. Um, so, when you're, when you're a pastor that actually speaks the truth, you're going to get that. But, here's what happened. <laughs> Arrested simply for reading the Bible. Police detained four young Christians at Drag Queen event. This is an article put out by Steve Warren of uh, CBN. Four young Christians were arrested Saturday in Watertown, Wisconsin while they were preaching the gospel at a public drag show focusing on children. Organizers of the city's annual event known as Pride in the Park had advertised the show being held in a public park as family-friendly. They always say family-friendly, but it's not. A video of the arrest of one young man, Marcus Schober, was posted and shared on various social media platforms. The 1 minute and 29 second video clip shows several police officers approaching him as he is standing on a public sidewalk outside the event reading the Bible over a loudspeaker. One of the officers who has sergeant stripes on his sleeves suddenly grabs the microphone away from him as he questions what they are doing. The officers inform Schroeder he is being arrested for violating a sound ordinance about a noise application. Uh, let's see. Then the video shows three officers grabbing the three young men and leading them away in handcuffs. Another young man, Nick Poel, was detained and removed from the park, but was later released with a warning, according to the Republic Sentinel. So, this is... I, I, there's a couple of videos here. I think the second one is better uh, quality. You can hear everything uh, going on here. Uh, this is actual... I've got court film, too, because he went to court. And uh, just take a look. I'm going to play the first video here. This is the officers actually walking up to these young men while they were preaching and yanking the microphone out of their hands so they couldn't preach anymore. This is happening, folks, in the United States of America. This is Wisconsin. Take a listen to this. one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, 
Beware lest you be consumed by one another. Hey, what are you doing? What is the problem? What's wrong? What are you doing? You didn't give him any warning. You just grabbed the mic. No, this is the same one that we had in here. Yeah, that was in there. It was not out here. What are they said we can have, we can, they said we can speak out here on the sidewalk freely. You can speak, but there's no way to fight the Nobody told us that. What are you doing? Nobody told me that. How come there's no amplification? Hey, you guys are acting like thugs, man. You're acting like straight up thugs. Hey, you're, you're, you're taking away my He has every right to be out here engaging in speech. He has every right to be out here engaging in speech. There's cars driving by with their radios playing. That's amplified sound. People are... So this cop, literally, this thug of a cop, walked up to him and yanked the microphone out of his hand. I mean, it was hard yanking out of his hand. Okay? Polly could have hurt his hand. That's how hard he grabbed. I posted it on X if you want to see, but this is the rest of the video. Standing out here with radios, that's amplified sound. The ordinance has to do with a decibel gauge. You don't just get to pick and choose which amplification you like and which you don't. That's selective enforcement of the law. That's discrimination on the basis of speech. That's what you all just did. Content-based discrimination based on speech. Walk away. Because you know you just did wrong. Good job calling out uh, those thug of a police officers. Um... You know, I've always backed the blue. Um, I've always supported cops. But it seems like in each one of these videos, they're actually doing what the Biden administration's telling them to do. Shut the Christian people up. We saw cops go in front of churches during COVID-19 and arrest pastors for trying to have church in their parking lots. We saw uh, uh, cops arresting preachers, preaching on the sidewalks like we just saw right here. It seems like to me that the police officers... Uh, are in this, and I have a message for the police officers. You need to know where your bread's buttered. Uh, you need to know who supported you. In 2020, when you were being killed, it was us, the Christian conservatives, who stood up for you, who told everybody that they needed to back the blue. And I actually used to have a sign on the front of my car that said, Back the Blue. But after I saw this video, I took the uh, uh, license plate off of my truck. I do not want to back the blue as long as you all are doing this right here. I have no use for you. I have no... Uh, Y'all need to prove to me that that you are for the Christian people. Because I keep seeing videos like this. If it was just one, okay, maybe it was just a, a crazy coincidence. But I'm seeing video after video after video. And I've been seeing videos for the past three years. And it all started with COVID-19. So here's the court hearing right here. Just take a listen to this. This is uh, Mark Schroeder, the young man arrested for reading the Bible at a drag queen event in Watertown, Wisconsin, preached the gospel to the city council and residents concerned about the Nazi presence at the event. Huh, take a listen to this. If I can get the video to play today. Hey guys, I hope you're all doing good tonight. I just wanted to ask a simple question. I know, you know, a Nazi group showed up at the event Saturday and people were talking about that. And I just just wanted for all of us to really think about this. What's wrong with Nazism? Like seriously, what's wrong with Nazism? Because imagine for a moment that there is no God above us, no hell below us, 
no heaven to live for, as John Lennon wanted to imagine. If we are truly the result of evolved stardust and our ancestors were fish and were the descendants of monkeys, then where do we find our value as human beings? What's wrong with Nazism unless if you understand that the God of Scripture says that we are made in his image? And so to murder innocent people is a violation to God's commands. As a Christian, I can say that Nazis, what the Nazis did in Nazi Germany was completely horrific and that they should have been resisted. In fact, the, the number one people group that resisted the Nazis were Christians. And the, and the reason why... I'm having technical difficulties. The reason I'm why... let this video play a little bit. But, uh... The... If you... If you I... Like I said, this guy should not have to get up and defend himself for preaching on the sidewalk. He shouldn't have to get up and defend being a Christian. He shouldn't have to get up and defend preaching to God. He should not have to pre uh, defend himself here. If we were actually a free country, he wouldn't have to be defending this. But we're not. If you're a Muslim and you're talking on the side of the road, I guarantee you they ain't going to arrest you. Think about this, folks. We've got Muslims that, you know, you've got jobs that say you are not allowed to wear a hat. But, whenever they want to wear their robes and their uh, headdresses for their religion, oh, that, okay, we can, we can accept that. But if you say, well, I want to wear something that says Jesus on it, no, you can't wear that. You see what they do, folks? They hate you. They hate Christians. If you can't tell that we're under attack, you ain't paying attention. I'm telling you that. Here's the rest of the video if it'll play for us. Because they had a worldview that says that people are made in God's image and that they have worth and value. That's why Nazism is wrong. But if we're going to reject the Christian worldview, then we can't hold on to the fruit that comes from the Christian worldview while denying the actual foundation. Intolerance is an interesting word. Tolerance, intolerance... Hatred, love, bigotry, things like that. Because really every culture has something that it's intolerant towards and something that it's tolerant of. I mean, there are things like murder and rape and, and you know, stealing and, and just crimes that we are intolerant towards as a society. And, and so every society has something that's intolerant towards. The question is just what is our object of intolerance and what is our object of tolerance? When I showed up Saturday, all I did was read from Scripture on the sidewalk. I read from the Bible, Galatians. And by the way, I wasn't reading Romans 1. I wasn't reading any passage that spoke against homosexuality or anything like that. I was reading a passage from the Bible about love. And I was arrested. No reason, not given any warning, not told anything about my amplification needed to be turning down. I was arrested and taken into custody simply for reading the Bible on the sidewalk. You see, as we become more and more tolerant of sexual immorality in our culture, we become more and more intolerant towards Christian morality. And the more we become intolerant towards Christian morality, the more we're going to see lawlessness in our streets. The more we become intolerant of Christian morality, the more we're going to see Nazis. The more we're going to see people who don't hold to a Christian worldview, who think that everybody is a result of animals, and therefore if we are animals, then why can't we just act like animals? Wow. We were called a hate group. We were told that we don't want to understand the other side, and I just want to set the record straight. I am more than happy to have that conversation with the other side. I did speech and debate throughout high school, and one of the things that we were taught in debate is that you can't make an argument. 
This guy right here is speaking straight up facts. I mean, you can't, you can't. The reason why you're seeing lawlessness in the streets right now all over this country is because they have no Christian morality. They are worshiping a false idol of immorality, and they don't care about what's right. They don't care about what's wrong. Everything they do and say is twisted. Let's keep going with this. It's, we got about another 30 seconds here. Argument for your side until you're able to make the argument for the other side. I've sat down and had hours of discussions with LGBTQ activists. I completely understand the other side. I want to understand the other side. But drag queens twerking on kids in lingerie is unacceptable. And that's something that we have to notice as a culture. We can have our disagreements, but there comes a time when we have to understand that we are all going to stand before God one day. And we're going to have to give an account for what we have done with the children in our society. The innocent minds and the children who deserve to be protected. Thank you. Good job. Absolutely good job. Um, you know, there was something he said right there that I disagreed with. He said he wanted to understand the other side. Uh, I don't. I have no tolerance for understanding the other side. I don't uh, I don't care what their viewpoints are. I don't care what they, um, how they feel. I don't care. It's an abomination. I'm not trying to be uh, friends with them. I'm not trying to be... Uh, you know, uh, lovey-dovey with them. It's a straight-up abomination, and they need to repent. Straight up. I, it, there's no, well, I understand them being gay. No, I don't understand it, and I'm not going to understand it. So, if you thought that one was bad enough, well, we can get worse than that. A street, uh, this is in the United Kingdom, folks. A street preacher who says he was arrested June 10th and had his Bible and personal items briefly seized is warning of worsening religious freedom conditions in the United Kingdom. Ryan Shavavo, an American-born preacher, said he was ministering when he found himself in cop's crosshairs. I went out in the streets to evangelize. That's what I spend most of my time doing here. And we chose to go to the city of Canterbury. Canterbury is how you say it. We went on a Saturday, and upon our arrival, we saw rainbow paraphernalia pretty much everywhere in the city center. Here we go, folks. Here we go. We got the uh, gay crowd here, the LGBTQABCD crowd. Shivavo said he quickly realized that there was a pride event unfolding and carried on with his ministry. He found a spot to preach, and he began to speaking about Romans 1, specifically verses 18 through 32, which, folks, after I get done reading this article and giving my thoughts on it, I'm actually... Uh, going to read you those uh, verses right there so you can under have more of an understanding on what it um, what it means and why that... Romans chapter 1, you talking about offending uh, the woke left. Romans 1 really does that. So that's why I love Paul. He didn't care. He just said it the way it was. I began to talk about how God will bring judgment and wrath on society for sin, particularly sexual sin, he said, and did speak about homosexuality and LGBT agenda. The damage is done to society how God views this. Shavavo said within a short, period of time, a short period of time, a crowd came around him with supporters and detractors taking part. At one point, the evangelist said he was having a productive talk with a member of the LGBTQ community when a handful of police officers came on the scene. One was quite verbally aggressive with me from the very beginning, he said. He was not even close to unbiased and began trying to incriminate me with the questions and intimidate me. 
and it was very clear that he was taking the side of the LGBTQ community in the plot event, and he had basically no regard for my freedom of speech. He said the officer asked if he planned to stop, but the preacher responded, I don't know if I'll stop, because the word has to be preached. Whew, good job. Unfortunately, he said the chaotic situation resulted in his arrest. I was not in violation of any law. Uh, the police arrested me. He put the handcuffs on me so hard that I had marks on my wrist into the third day, into, into the third day afterwards. Uh, he said that the police officers in the UK have become out of control when it comes to LGBTQ. Uh, nothing, nothing symbolism has made its way onto patrol cars and inside cop trainings. As a result, he believes he wasn't treated in a fair-minded way, adding his Bible, speaker, and other materials were reportedly taken. I was in custody for about 11 hours. I was in the cell for probably about nine and a half, ten hours. They took my Bible as evidence, along with my speaker and my microphone and my gospel tracts. This preacher said he was initially released on bail with charges pending and was told he couldn't attend any other pride events in June. But authorities reportedly later backtracked. I did get a phone call five days later from the police that they had dropped the charges. He said he, got, he later got back his Bible and other items. So he didn't get his Bible and stuff back for about five or six days after this event. So what he was reading was Romans chapter 1. And when you're talking to the LGBTQ uh, woke, demon-possessed crowd, they always, they, 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 I mean, they just foam at the mouth when you mention Romans 1, 18 through uh, 32. So let's go ahead and read that. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man, and to birds, and to four-footed beasts, and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanliness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshipped and served the Creator, the creation, the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause God gave them up until vile afflictions. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. Talk about lesbians. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one towards another. Men with men, working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was met. Talking about gay men. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which were not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, of envy murder, debate, uh, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, bursters, inventors of evil things, inventors of evil things vaccine, uh, disobedient to parents, without understanding, 
uh, covenant breakers without natural affection. What does that mean? Man loving women, women loving men. We're ta- uh, without natural affection. You got women loving uh, women, men loving men. Uh, you got women uh, trying to get uh, men's private parts attached to themselves and so on and so forth. That's without natural affection. Uh, Implicable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. So they know what's going to end up happening to them. They're not stupid. They know there's a God, and they know what they're going up against. But they, they've been gave over to a reprobate mind. And I'm telling he they did not want to be released from this demon possession. That's what this is, folks. This LGBTQ community stuff, this is nothing more than demonic possession. In order to be set free from the demonic possession, you first have to want it. These people don't want it. They want to boast in it. They they want it bad. So God said, you want it, you can have it. And these people out here, folks, they they don't even know where their car is. That's how confused they are. Because they have so many demons inside of them. And guess what, folks? They're trying to shove it upon us. Now... I posted this on X a while ago because, uh, actually I retweeted it while I was at work. When, when I talk about demonic possession, people just look at me like I have three heads. So they're just like, what are you talking about? Why, why would you even say something like that? Well, this guy, this preacher, I don't know his name, but, uh, there's a, an account called Constitutionalist. You can find him at KC underscore KC1. And, uh, he shared this, and folks, this right here is exactly what de- this is what demons do. This is what demons do. So take a listen to this real quick. This is why you're seeing all of this right now in this country. If you was wondering, if we can get it to play today, we've been having storms up here at the church for the past uh, couple of days, so it's going in and out. All right, we'll give it a chance to load. But he's explaining here how demons work, how they team up with each other, how they, um, how they take over people, and it's really just—it's it, genius. He's really put in the work right here. You can just tell. So once we get it to playing right here, I'll make sure that you listen to it. But if you can't tell that we're under attack right now, folks, I don't know what else to tell you. You can turn on your local news, you can get on Facebook, you can get on X, you can get on all of this, and you can see where the Christian people is being arrested for preaching the gospel, they're being arrested for trying to tell people the truth, and they're being kicked off platforms. We're still, we still got problems with X, where people's being kicked off of uh, um, uh, the platform and stuff like that. We still have a huge issue with uh, YouTube, I'm kicked off there constantly. That's why I'm no I'm no longer posting on there because I have no use for YouTube. I'm I'm rumble only. So I think we got the video up. Let's go ahead and check it out right here and see if we can get it. Demons know each other, and if they're working through people, the demons who are friends introduce the people to become friends. And in the days of technology and the internet, evil people find each other and they form soul ties. And they bond together to do evil and to oppose good. We call this cancel culture. We call this progressivism. We call this the woke mob. That's exactly what it is. It's like, well, how is it so powerful? It's demonic. Well, how is it so organized? It's demonic. How is it so quickly overtaking every area of culture? It's demonic. Well, why does no one see it? Because they call it justice. And that's the deception. 
demons know. Exactly. That's, that's how it works. The demons that's friends with each other, they will find a way to pair back up together and so they can do evil and oppose good. That's what you're seeing right now. You've got the woke mob. You've got the uh, LGBTQ community. You've got the uh, all of this stuff. Now, let me ask you something, folks. In, a, in an actual world, would you see... <laughs> just, Lord, help this country. You've got the pride parades where you've got men dressed up as women wearing lingerie twerking on little kids at six, seven, eight years old. If you go to a public park and try to twerk on a little kid, first of all, the parents are probably going to kill you. But if they don't kill you, they're going to call the cops. And you know what you're going to get? You're going to get put on the sexual offender registry. And your whole life's going to be ruined. But the LGBTQ community, they can host these plot plays where men dress up in lingerie. And they can twerk all over your kids. And guess what, folks? That is completely fine. That's okay. That I'm telling you, we're living in a two-tier justice system in this country, and it's really sad to see. Uh, so, pregnant woman who thinks she's a dude says pregnancy is not womanly or a feminine thing. I'm telling you, folks, uh, th- this is the evil that we're facing. They won't shut these people up. They're focused on preachers on the streets. Just This is why we're preaching on the streets. We're trying to stop this. Take a listen to this. If I am transitioning, why am I pregnant when that's such a woman thing to do? I would, first of all, like to say that um, it is free for me. Because one person asked why I don't do, like, surrogacy. Um, I'm basically, like, I'm, I feel like I'm doing a surrogacy for myself. It's free for me. If I have the parts, I'm a dad, y'all. I'm about to have my third child. If I have it, I'm going to get my well use out of it. So I am going to grow the baby myself. I have it. I'm going to get my use out of it. And then I'm going to get it cut out. I have these. I'm going to get my use out of them when they're done. God bless America. I'm done listening to him. Alright, so getting back on the Trump uh, stuff here. He was indicted today due to him uh, denying the 2020 election and saying that it was stolen. Apparently that's a crime now. Uh, you can't have the freedom of speech in this country. I, you know, I remember a time when uh, the Democrats came out and said that the 2016 election was stolen. Uh, people like Hillary Clinton, uh, Jimmy Carter, uh, all of these people, they came out and said, well, you know what, uh, the, 2016 was, the 2016 election was stolen as well. I haven't seen one indictment. I haven't seen one court case yet. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it, maybe it'll happen sooner or later. But as of right now, I haven't seen it. But uh, this video is actually 23 minutes long, but I'm not going to play all 23 minutes. Just take a listen to this, folks. Tell me what you think. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you. How can you win with Russian interference, though? That's, That's a real what I'm thing. scared about no, in 2020. But, but rightly. Because right. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you, you know, fight against that in 2020? You are absolutely right. He's an illegitimate president in my mind. Would you be my vice president for candidate? <laughs> Folks, look, I absolutely agree. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. He lost the election. And he was put in the office because the Russians interfered. Russia interfered with our election 
attacked our democracy for the sole purpose of artificially placing someone at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They were successful. Trump knows he's an illegitimate president. The president-elect, although legally elected, is not legitimate. I don't see this president-elect as a legitimate president. You said you believe that Russia's interference altered the outcome of the election. I do. We have a president who, if in fact it is proven, uh, has been assisted by the Russians and may in fact not be a legitimate president. The one thing that Trump is fearful of uh, when it comes to his being president is that finally we will see how illegitimate his victory actually was. I have an objection. I object to the 15 votes from the state of North Carolina. I object because people are horrified. He's an illegitimate president. Our election was hijacked. There is no question. Congress has a duty to hashtag protect our democracy and hashtag follow the facts. John Lewis is completely right. There is a cloud of illegitimacy around the election of Donald Trump. The Russians interfered with his election. James Comey and the FBI interfered with his uh, election. The fake news industry interfered with his election. Trump knows he's an illegitimate president who got illegitimate foreign help. Do you believe Trump is a legitimate president? What I believe is that there's no question that the outcome of this election was affected by the Russian interference. Uh, there absolutely is a cloud of illegitimacy. So that legitimacy is in question, yes. So that was a very tainted election, and, and in that sense, it's, it's illegitimate. Why do you think the president is going to such great lengths to essentially prove that he beat you? Because he knows he didn't. He knows he's an illegitimate president. Stolen emails. Stolen drone. Stolen drone. Stolen election. Welcome to the world of unprecedented Trump. So do you believe President Trump is an illegitimate president? By the way, this is Jimmy Carter being asked this question. Based on what I just said, which I can't retract. <laughs> he said I would say yes. In February 2018, quote. So that's... That's just a few minutes of it. There's actually 23 minutes of this video you can uh, look for. Uh, you can uh, find it on my X account. But uh, So here's my question. Jimmy Carter, who's uh, apparently on his deathbed, or he might have already died. I, I don't keep up with it. But uh, last time I heard, he was in hospice care. And all of these people were sad, you know. Uh, Jimmy Carter, uh, God bless him. Um uh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, he he did his part to destroy this country. Uh, he hit his four years of being president, and then saying that the 2016 election was stolen, even though the evidence has come out that it's not. Uh, and I know what the Democrats say. Well, what proof do you have that the 2020 election was stolen? Come on now. Trump was leading by I mean thousands of points. And and but as soon as it turned three o'clock, we're going to shut down this election. We'll pick it back up in the morning. And when the when they started counting in the morning, man, it, somehow overnight when they wasn't supposed to be counting, Joe Biden ended up in the lead. How did how huh? How does that happen? They 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 mysteriously found some votes that was hiding over there, and uh, yeah. So folks, that's what we have to deal with right now. And uh, you know, Mike Pence, who says that. Uh, uh, Trump tried to get me to overturn the election, and, and, and it's not fair, and, and uh, I will always stand for the Constitution. I will never doubt the election, uh, the fair and honest election. I will never do that. This is what he said. This is what Mike Pence said uh, on Fox News just a few days ago. Take a listen to this crap. 
I, I can't stand Mike Pence. Man, I can't stand this guy. The fly was right, folks. The fly was right. Take a listen to this. Let's, let's be clear on this point. It wasn't just that they asked for a pause. Uh, the president uh, specifically asked me and his gaggle of, uh, of crackpot lawyers asked me to literally reject votes, to, which would have resulted in, uh, in the issue being turned over to the House of Representatives and literally chaos would have ensued. So there you go. He called his lawyers crackpot lawyers and said that I was not going to do that and uh, I, I was not going to overturn that election, even though that ain't what Donald Trump was asking for. He was asking to send the votes back to the states. But it's interesting enough that when Pence was vice president and the election had been stolen, uh, people was wondering, what's Mike Pence going to do? Well, Mike Pence answered it. This is what he said he would do right here. From, this is from the DailyMail.com. You know, I know we all, we all got our doubts about the last election. And I want to assure you, I share the concerns of... Wait a minute. You had doubts about the election? I thought there wasn't any election fraud. I thought there wasn't any election interference. I thought you said there wasn't proof of that, Mike. But you just said right here that we're all concerned about it. Huh. Millions of Americans about voting irregularities. And I promise you, come this Wednesday, we'll have our day in Congress. We'll hear the objections. We'll hear the evidence. But tomorrow is Georgia's day. You know, I know we all... One more time. I just want to hear you say this, Pence. Fly guy Pence. Say it one more time. We all got our doubts about the last election. Oh, okay. I, I just wanted to make sure that's what you really said. So, uh, Mike Pence said that this is... Uh, we've got our doubts about the last election. But as soon as he goes into the halls of Congress, and this was live on video, he gets slipped an en envelope. And all of a sudden... He doesn't have any doubts about the 2020 election anymore, does he? Tell us what was in that envelope, Mike Pence. You know, you claim to be this big old Christian guy. You claim to be this holier-than-thou guy. Why don't you come out and tell the American people what was handed to you in that envelope? What was in that envelope? Was it money? What was it? That's why your nickname's Judas Pence. Judas Pence. Because the government slipped you some silver, and guess what? You sold Trump out. So, I think you, you know, you're wanting to be president of the United States. I think you owe the American public the truth. What was in that envelope that was slid to you on January the 6th? What was gave to you that day? But he won't do that, because, I mean, he's wanting to be president, but he don't even have 1% to pose. He's a loser. So, that's my episode for the day. I hope everybody's uh, enjoyed this episode. Like I said, folks, Christians are under attack right here. And, and this, this indictment, it's just further proof that Christians are under attack. Donald Trump stood up for the Christian conservative people. That's why they hate him so much. Is because he did, in fact, stand up for the Christian conservative people. If he hadn't have stood up for us, they wouldn't be going after him hardcore. And I can guarantee you this, folks. If he was to come out right now and say, you know what, I've had enough of this. Uh, Joe Biden, you've won. You won the 2020 election. You've won. 
you know, you, you really did win that election, and I, I just, I, I thought that it was stolen, but you, you won it, and uh, I'm not going to win for president. I'm just going to go back to Mar-a-Lago and uh, play some golf, and, and uh, I'm just, I, I'm not going to deal with politics at all. I'm going to get rid of Truth Social, I'm going to go back to X, and I'm just going to post about Celebrity Apprentice, and I'm going to post about my businesses and stuff like that. And you can do whatever you want to. I'm done with government. I don't even want to be known as the 45th president. I don't even, I don't even want to be uh, remembered as a politician. I'm just going to go back to Mar-a-Lago and play some golf. If he was to do that right now, every indictment against Trump would be dropped just like that. That's how you know, folks, what's really pulling the strings behind the curtains here. This is nothing more than Christians under attack. They're going after Trump because in reality, they're going after us. We have got to take a stand because we are literally losing our republic. Notice how I didn't say democracy. We are not democracy. We are a constitutional republic and the Democrats are trying to take everything about it away. And they're starting with the word of God. That's why you've got preachers being arrested on the side of the streets by these thugs. They do not want the word of God being preached. Because that is the foundation of America and these demons want the foundation of this country to be tore down. I'm Pastor Brister Smith. I love each and every one of y'all. And we will see you tomorrow on Outspoken. Be sure you share this episode. Be sure you share this podcast with your friends. We love you, and we will see you tomorrow here on Outspoken.